Well, it's 2024, and as they say, new year, new you, I suppose. So what's a better way to start off the new year than going on a trip or planning a trip? Yeah. And what's the easiest way to take this trip that you just decided to take? You're welcome. Head over to our friends at Zip Travel Company, and they will help you plan this trip. So not only will they help you plan your trip, it's also no cost to you. They'll help you plan your itinerary. Mm-hmm. They'll also look for deals for you. So when you book, if there's discounts that happen later on or anything else that can save you money, they will actually help you do that so you can save money and they will look out for deals for you all the time. Because let's face it, it can be confusing to book a trip to uh, Orlando or anywhere else in the world. So these travel experts will help you plan your trip, guide you through the whole process, and it's completely free. If you head on over to travelwithzip.com, there's a form there you can fill out. They will get in touch with you. Just let them know whatever plans you have or if you're just looking for deals, they'll also let you know that as well. And on top of that, if you do book a trip through this link, travelwithzip.com, and because you're a listener of the show, we'll give you some goodies as well. So Zip will leave you a goodie bag at your hotel, which sometimes we even get those, which is always a great thing to have on your trip. But we'll also give you a free t-shirt and you'll get $10 in shop credit that you can use for CTM Apparel or 1901 Candle Company products as well. So go to travelwithzip.com to book your trip today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jamie Lee, and I'm joined by my husband, Mr. Jared Lee. Hello, Jared. Hello. Well, here's my question for the week. You ready? Uh, I think so. Okay. I think I, I didn't study much like high school. I just showed up, and we'll see <laughs> okay. how far I get. All right. So the Super Bowl is coming up on Sunday, and uh, what do you think is the or where do you think is the best place to watch the Super Bowl at? Universal Orlando, and I feel like this is a very obvious answer, but I want to see if you match what I say. I thought you were going to ask like at the game, and I'm like, I wouldn't know, but if I were to guess, um, but let's see, uh, if you're at Universal watching the game, I mean, NBC Grill and Brew, I suppose inside, but outside is not bad. They play. I'm pretty sure they'll play the game. Well, I don't know. Yes, they will. Is it on NBC Uh, though? I don't know. Well, they'll play it anyway, right? I don't know. I don't know because oh. I don't know if they'll play the game. I think it's CBS. So I'm oh, not sure it? if they would play it, but potentially, at least on the outside part, I don't know. I don't know if they would. Inside, I'm sure they'll they'll show the game no matter what. But I don't know. Maybe they will. But either way, oh, I didn't even think about that. I was going to say that's the best place. Yeah, if it's possible, I would say out there. I mean, they Big have jumbotron. They have had it in the past. I think it was for the Olympics a few years ago. They actually had bleachers set up for people to sit there and like watch. Uh, the Olympics up on the Jumbotron thing. Or not. I don't know if it's a Jumbotron, but out on the big screen thing. I'm almost positive. Again, this was like two years ago, though. It might have been on NBC that year. We were we were walking out of um, Universal Studios and into City Walk, and they were playing the game, and people were like sitting down. Yeah, they were. Yeah, it was on it was on NBC that year, though. Oh, okay, okay. Now, that's the thing. I don't know if they'll show it. If not, they. I'm sure they will. Again, I'm sure they will inside. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if they will outside because it has NBC, you know, Grill and Brew. I don't know if they would show like CBS. Yeah. Like a broadcast from them or something. But yeah, that's a good. I mean, it's still a good place, even if you're inside to watch it. It's, like, yeah. a, it's like a little party atmosphere. If you want yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for answering my question. Um, and, uh, and go Chiefs. 
Not oh. because of ta- not because of Taylor Swift. Right. I'm we're right. from Missouri. We're Missouri. Lifelong. So Yep. I, I won't start I won't even say anything about the other stuff, but <laughs> football related, who knows. Um well, today we're going to talk about Epic Universe. It's epic. Um we are going to do basically like a full, I don't know, I guess rundown of what uh what we can expect from the park as far as the lands go all the information we got last week because we put out an episode on monday and then tuesday they <laughs> universal decides they're going to release this this huge video and all this information about epic universe we're like oh time to do another universal episode so we just fast-tracked it and we're doing it today um but we're gonna we're just gonna do like a little overview basically of what we know so far I, sure. I suppose it would be yeah, everything we know about mm-hmm. Epic Universe. Now, some stuff, the advantage that everybody here listening, and I, I suppose yourself here, yes. I've been doing Epic Universe construction updates for months now. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that, even the things they announced were things that were basically we had known. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that they didn't announce that are going are gonna to be there. And some stuff that's not. But we'll go over everything that we know. And yeah. there's even a little bit of a, uh, a leak about the hotel we'll go over that I think is pretty much, I'm going to go on a limb and say it's probably accurate. Okay. I don't think it's a fake one by any means. And it's interesting because I do think the hotel and this is the in park hotel is, uh, it was going to be very unique. I'll put it that way. All right. Well, don't uh, don't give away too that much was information. A te- that yet. was a tease. Okay. <laughs> that was a tease, as they say in the biz. Well, before we get to that, we want to make sure that we mention that if you don't follow us on social media or subscribe to our YouTube channel, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? With your Why? Life? Yeah. If you would rather watch us versus listen to us only. You can head over on YouTube at CTM Podcast, and we have video versions of the podcast over there, plus show clips and uh, things like that if you want to look at us. If not, then you can continue audio-wise, however you want to do that. Yeah. So be sure to like this video, subscribe to the channel if you're watching over there. If you're listening to us on just on good old regular podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts on, we just ask for you to you know subscribe to the show and leave us a review. That We'd greatly appreciate it. We always love the feedback. And if you want even more content, you want to help contribute to the show, you can look at joining Club 32, which is like our... It's basically our own Patreon, but we just host it on our end. And in there... We have additional content like Cool Kids Kitchen, where we do a monthly live stream. We make a Disney and sometimes Universal related dish. We have the Club Thirty Two show, which is a weekly live stream where we hang out and just chat with everybody in the in the club and whatever people want to talk about. We talked a lot about Epic Universe a couple weeks ago when they made the or last week when they made the announcement. Uh, we also have the Club Thirty Two Speakeasy. There are meetups, twenty percent off of CTM apparel and nineteen oh one Candle Company products year round private Facebook group, and lots of other stuff, uh, private podcast feed, lots of, lots of private things in there. So again, head over to ctmvip.com, and we have monthly or yearly options, and you can even do a free trial if you would like as well. So, And we'll be going to Universal this weekend coming up, so mm-hmm. we'll do some live streams from the park. So if that's something, you know, room tours and things like that, you can always check it out in there as well. So again, ctmvip.com is where you go. Thank you very much. You're quite welcome. Well, before we go into actually talking about Epic Universe, we do want to mention that, um, you know, Jared's been very much into the construction, like we mentioned in in the intro, but the construction and he's putting out all these YouTube YouTube videos about it. And so he kind of has a more in-depth knowledge than I would say most people have. So I feel like we can bring a lot to this conversation. Well, if you're asking if I went and got a PhD 
in uh, um, theme park construction. I feel like I it's weird. <laughs> theme park well, I've never been like this is the first time since you know our show's only like what six years old, something like that, where. I've you know we're seeing a brand new park from the ground up, so I have yeah. been kind of obsessed with all these things and paying attention to the construction updates. Even before I was doing the videos, I was always uh, bio reconstruct on Twitter is always posting stuff, and now you've got people with drones uh, posting yeah. a lot of things. So yeah. there's I, I will say it has become a hobby of just like looking at this stuff and seeing like the park layout and uh, what they're doing. It is I will say, and we'll talk about it all during the thing, but like, it's a very it's going to be a very unique park. And like a lot of the stuff they're doing are things that you, we really haven't seen in a theme park, especially if we're yeah. used to like a Disney park. Sure. And things like that. So yeah. I, I would say I bring a, um, uh, a b- above average knowledge of Epic Universe. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> I'll leave it up to the audience to decide how much above average, but I, th- <laughs> I at least know a few things more than maybe somebody just randomly on the street. So Okay. Fair enough. Fair I feel enough. like that's a decent place to put it. There we go. Fair enough. All right, well, let's go ahead and dive into Epic Universe. So as we said, they released a video and a bunch of information last week on uh, Tuesday. I think it was the 30th, January 30th, I believe. And uh, we we got some... Yes, it was. Yeah, okay. We got some like solid information about what we can expect. Um, The first thing was, yes, it's still opening 2025. They didn't give us any more information than that. But the rumor was summer, correct? Well, it wasn't a rumor. They had said previously they had been aiming at summer 2025. Okay. Um, I I think I get like I, we were theorizing this. It does open them up to potentially opening sooner, mm-hmm. spring of 25, because we do know the two out outside hotels, uh, Terra No or excuse me, Terra Luna. And Stella Nova, or as Jimmy likes to call it. Stella Novella. Yeah, which I do actually think that's a better name, <laughs> personally speaking. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, those hotels are opening, uh, Stella Nova is opening in January of 25, and uh, Terra Luna is opening in February of 25. So we know those hotels are opening uh, before Epic Universe does. So it, it makes you wonder, do they want to have those open like six months ahead of time or just a few months, but it does leave that open. If you look at the pace of construction, it's potentially possible. Now there's a lot of things that go into, uh, I, I don't personally, I'm not going to speak to like all the things that go into opening up a brand new theme park. Right. I'm sure you've got tests. You've got all sorts of things you got to go through, Right. but it does open them up to that, but it also opens them up to if something happens, construction slows down that they can open in the fall of 25 and they didn't, you know, quote unquote, miss the deadline. So okay. I think if it was me, I kind of theorized, why put a hard date on it if you don't have to? Okay. But I, I kind of think, I I don't know. I would love for it to open early 25, but we'll, we'll see. Okay. So we know it's 2025 now. We've got a date, kind of. <laughs> let's talk about, um, okay, let's talk about the lands. Do you want to start with the lands? Yeah, we can start there. So, okay. so there's five lands that they have basically introduced to us and said, like, these are the names of the lands. Uh, the first one is called Celestial Park. Yes. There is the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Ministry of Magic, Super Nintendo World, How to Train Your Dragon Isle of Burke, and Dark Universe. Now, previous to this, Super Nintendo World was the only one that was confirmed. Um, but we but we know, I mean, we, we already kind of knew it was going to happen anyway. But based on the construction updates that Jared was giving, we kind of figured the other ones as well. <laughs> um, but if you want to talk about those. 
Well, I mean, also patent filing. So the way Universal yeah. does things, if you're used to how, like, say, Disney operates, Universal does not operate the same way. So kind of how they came up with this video uh, last week, they probably won't have any of their announcements for, like, six months to a year. Who knows? They, they just kind of will go radio silent for a while. So when they announced all this stuff, we got a lot of information. Not a lot, but some. And then as for more information, you kind of have to look for, like, patent filings, trademark filings. So we've known... Celestial Park was something they filed for a uh, trademark for months ago. Harry Potter, there's a giant hand holding a wand. I mean, right, you know, it's right. probably going to be that. Uh, same thing with all these, like the How to Train Your Dragon. It's a land full of dragons. So once you kind of see and you you know the like the trademarks, you can put two and two together. They've even trademarked some ride names as well, especially in, like the Dark Universe. You got the the Curse of the Werewolf roller coaster, stuff like that. So. None of this was a surprise, and they announced it. But it was nice to have you know they officially confirmed the lands. Now they yeah. didn't give any details on any of the land except for Celestial Park. No, Celestial Park is the only one that is a Universal original, the original land, I guess. Uh, well, Dark Universe would be one too. But I guess, I guess this would be the 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 um completely from scratch this is not an okay. ip based land this okay. is just something that they have it's kind of like old school imagineering they've just thought of this um based on the park uh concept and they even said um bringing the park back into theme park so they said this this is area is going to be basically like as you enter into the park through the chronos they called it um this is where you enter and there's a lot of like lush landscapes and water features and um Stuff like that. So there's going to be thrilling rides. There'll be entertainment. There'll be dining, shopping, and it'll include that Helios Grand Hotel, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, and it is pretty. It's very pretty. I don't know how else to describe it. It's just, it seems very Greek to me. Did you get like a Greek vibe? Well, Helios is Greek for sun. So it does sure. have oh, like, there you go. I mean, the concept of it's very much like, um, yeah, it, it, the green part, they're doing that all throughout the theme park. They've said multiple times, so which I which is great. And when you're in Orlando, like you don't want a concrete jungle like most of the theme parks currently are. Right. There's going to be trees and shade all over the place in all the lands, but Celestial Park is the um the main hub, if you will. Yeah. It's like their main street, their version of it, but yeah. uh, the whole park does have a cosmic theme to it right so when you enter into the chronos it's like the first portal into these other uh worlds and each land is its own portal so yeah it, it's kind of that concept with this a little bit so it does have some i don't know specifically they didn't really say on celestial park but it does have sort of a cosmic mythological feel to it yeah uh you yeah. know i think and then uh we'll talk about starfall racers so they did kind of introduce the name of that and it's the dual roller coaster right Yes. So they the trademark for this had been out there for a bit, but this is the dual racing coaster, very much in the in the way of the old coaster that they used to have over there, um, the dueling dragons sort of sort Fire of Fire nice. Yeah, sort of concept. So I think this is a little bit of a throwback to that. Okay. Um, but they said about Starfall Racers that uh, some interesting tidbits that they again, Celestial Park was the only area they really gave any um, ride details about. So it says here on the description of this, it says, ride a shooting star across the cosmos, share a race across the cosmos on Starfall Racers, a breathtaking dual launch coaster reaching incredible speeds up to 62 miles per hour, board a comet and rocket to the furthest reaches of the stars at heights up to 133 feet along 5,000 feet of track. 
says race along an inverted crisscross known as the celestial spin in a dazzling display of blazing colors and ethereal music. Uh, so they did say that the height requirement on this was, uh, excuse me, it's 48 inches. So okay. minimum height requirement. Uh, nothing really else. Now, the other thing that is kind of neat about this, because they did release, along with their update, a lot more concept art around the whole park. Uh-huh. But they did say on this ride uh, in particular that the comet will light up the sky. And they said there will be no external track lighting at night on this ride. So the ride vehicles, though, are fully illuminated. So the it's supposed to look like comets are shooting around. That'll be so cool. I'm so excited for that. Yeah, I mean, I won't ride this. I'm not a roller coaster person, <laughs> but it looks really cool. And I will uh, I right. will uh, look from afar and think, wow, that looks really cool. Well, I will write it then. Um, okay, so moving on from Starfall Racers, going along the path here. Um, you ca- you kind of like, it's almost like a circle almost. Yes. And as you go around the circle, you would pass by a couple of portals to the other lands. Um, well, I was going to say, it's just yeah. if you think of Magic Kingdom and the hub, it's the exact yeah. same concept except bigger. It's going to be yeah. bigger than Magic Kingdom's version of it, but yeah, it's going to be but direct access into the to lands. Yeah, exactly. And so, and the portals are each themed to their own land. So, like Super Nintendo World is like green and has um I forgot what it says on the outside of it. Let's uh, I think it said let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Um, Dark Universe is like purple, etc. So, uh, one of the other rides they have in this Celestial Park is Constellation Carousel, which looks pretty cool i mean it's it's it looks like a it kind of looks like the floor of um uh aliens rolling saucers i think it's that same kind of carousel it's similar so the floor is like that so it's it's a carousel but it is it's very unique looking so first off it's going to look it looks gorgeous what it's going to look like it looks oh like, it looks like stained glass there's going to be so one thing so pretty in celestial park is there's gonna be a lot of like water features a lot uh-huh. of fountains a giant in park fountain then there's other fountains. So like right when you walk in, there's going to be a fountain display there. Uh, we'll talk about it in a minute. There's a restaurant that sits on the water that's going to be near some fountains. So there's a lot of fountains uh, giving you a, definitely a park vibe is what they want in Celestial yeah. Park. So Constellation Carousel, there is no height requirement. It's a carousel. This is a family ride. But it is interesting because it says here, and this is the official description. It says, climb aboard this imaginative carousel where the cosmic energy of the universe enables guests to ride the constellations themselves. Guest carriages include celestial lions, dragons, peacocks, and more. Each carriage turns 360 degrees while lifting riders up to six feet in the air. Oh, dang. Celestial music and color dazzle your senses as you whirl and twirl together across the Milky Way. I missed that six feet in the air part. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. That's really cool. Which, if you've ridden a carousel, it's not... I mean, it's a little higher than a normal carousel, but not that much. I mean, if you... if because usually when I'm on those with the kids, uh-huh. some of those get up to like my shoulder height. And I'm 6'3". So I don't think that yeah. part is... I think the turning in 360 degrees is unique. And if you look yeah. at the concept art here and like they do have some fly-through video footage, it definitely looks very unique. Like it's it's domed. It's right near some fountains. Like it, yeah. Again, it. I think this park at night... And again, most theme parks do this. But I think at during the day, it's going to have a different vibe versus at night. I feel like this park is going to come alive at night. It's got so much yeah. cool lighting and... Oh yeah, everything like that. Pretty. Um, It says the ceiling of Constellation Carousel is a star tracker, featuring rotating celestial star patterns with a center mesmerizer, creating a ribbon cone effect while you uh, while you ride. Yeah. Interesting. 
So cool. So yeah. So those are the two rides if within this land, right? There's no other rides. Uh, in Celestial Park, correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, let's talk about the restaurant, the Atlantic. Yeah. So this is a in the construction updates. We've been seeing this. It's like an octagonal shaped building that's under scrims. But this we've known this to be a restaurant, but they came out and said it's going to be called Atlantic. And the official description they have here. So this is a full service restaurant. Does have a bar. Uh, the menu and details says coming soon. So we don't really know. It, it's good. They give us a little idea here in the description here. So it says an undersea adventure in fine dining. So it's across mm-hmm. the shimmering waters of the Neptune Pool in Celestial Park. Atlantic is an undersea culinary fantasy inside glass walls reminiscent of an enormous Victorian aquarium. Starfish dwell peacefully with serene illuminated fish swimming above you. Indulge in exceptional seafood and steaks or enjoy a cocktail at the uh, excuse me the lively at the lively aquaria bar and dang the graphics if you're if we'll put this in the show notes but like the the concept art or like the graphics for it are so cool looking like it's just basically a glass wall where you can see outside you can see the water yeah oh, so the so idea pretty. is and it says here, dining in the deep. The decorative fish that line the ceiling are surrounded by metallic curtains that shimmer as they sway, creating the illusion of being underwater in a massive aquarium. So it's supposed to be like wow. you are dining essentially underwater. If you look That's in the so concept cool. art, it looks like fish are above you and stuff. So yes. um, now it does say fine dining. This is probably going to be an inexpensive restaurant, if I were to guess. And the outside yeah. of the restaurant are fountains that will do like... Jumping no, fountains. Don't know if this will be like to music while you eat, but you will be able to sit up there and watch fountains and uh, have basically like a dinner and a show, essentially, I suppose. That's so cool. Uh, okay. Is there anything else in this land we need to talk about? There's a couple of things. Okay. So you do have the, there's a Nintendo Superstar store that is going to be outside of Super Nintendo World. Oh, okay. That's I was confused because I saw that and I was like, wait, is that in Celestial Park? So the reason this is a lot of people have this question on the on the updates. They say, why is this outside of Super Nintendo World? And the reason being, and one thing that is unique about uh, what Ep- Epic Universe is doing this is each land is self-contained. So you won't like once you go into Super Nintendo World, you won't be able to then go directly over to say like Wizarding World. You have each land has an entry and an exit. Now we don't know if it's going to be like strictly enforced about like you have to go out a certain way, but we know going in, that's probably the case. But again, we'll have to wait and see. But they have this sitting outside the land, which this Nintendo Superstar Superstar store is just a Nintendo themed store. Right. But the reason it's outside of it is because if the land say is closed for capacity or one reason that these lands are self-contained is potentially... Uh, these lands can be rented out. So you could do like a corporate event, rent out, say, Super Nintendo World. Well, if you're unable to get in, then you can still, you know, get some Nintendo-themed merchandise by going in here is essentially the idea of it. So okay. uh, it says it's an entire store full of Nintendo toys and apparel, as you would imagine. Uh, gaming fans will find something to level up their fun at the Super Nintendo store. Uh, it says step inside and discover toys, apparel, and other colorful keepsakes and souvenirs based on the characters of the Super Nintendo World. Sure, yeah. So okay. it's just outside, like you've got the portal to Super Nintendo World. This is like just to the right, I believe it's to the okay. right. And it's, yeah, so it's in Celestial Park. That's why it's, a lot of people had questions about that, but that, that is why it's outside of the land. Okay. And, um, okay, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, the other thing is there is a restaurant 
another restaurant. Oh, that's right. This is by the hotel, right? It's right outside the hotel. Okay. Like if you're looking directly at the hotels, like to the left, uh, this is a pan Asian. It's called the Blue Dragon Pan Asian Restaurant. Uh, do you want to read the description here on it? Sure. So it says, take a culinary journey across Asia at the Blue Dragon Pan Asian Restaurant. Enjoy authentic Pan Asian cuisine or relax at the Tiger Bar. Ooh. <laughs> um, I like it. It's a, it's a seven-sided bustling courtyard where it's always evening under the glow of eth- ethereal. I can't say. Ethereal. Ethereal. Thank you. Lanterns. Um says, enjoy authentic Panasian cuisine as dazzling neon dragons chase across the walls or curl up with a cocktail at Tiger Bar. Um, yeah, it's very, uh, it looks like it glows. Yes. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, kind of does. But yeah, that's, so there's, really cool. there's two restaurants. Now, there are going to be some, I know there is another restaurant in Celestial Park as well. So, again, what they announce is not everything. Yeah, it's rumored that there is a that it's a barbecue restaurant due to like the oh. chimneys that are on there, and there's some, I'm sure, quick service places as well. So there's more yeah. stuff than this in here. This is just what they have, right? Announced. But concept art of this looks cool. It looks open. It's how it looks. It looks like it you're sitting look under the sky with like lanterns and things. Oh, but... you think that's like out, open to the sky? No, I said it's supposed to give you the illusion. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, okay. I don't believe Florida is going to have a restaurant with an open roof. I think that would be. Yeah. A disaster waiting to happen. Oh. Your meal would be interrupted by you are right. thunderstorms consistently. That was a, that was a silly assumption. No, I, it gives you the idea. You look at a concept art; it looks like it would be, yeah. but no, that is in fact a, a a building with a roof and everything. I like a good. I like a restaurant that has a lot of Asian influences. I mean, Japanese, Chinese. Does, if it's good Asian food, I'm in. I yeah. I, you know, it's always a hit. It says, be sure to keep your eyes open while dining. The signage hanging around the restaurant contains many Easter eggs of Celestial Park you won't want to miss. Well, okay. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, so that's all we know about, you know, basically the stuff that they talked about. We're going to talk about the the Universal Grand Helios Hotel now. Um, That is basically, if you're looking at the park, it's like at the back of Celestial Park. Um, but it's at the in park hotel and Jared knows all about this. So I'm going to let you take it away. <laughs> well, so this is part of celestial park as well. Right. I know. Um, now this is, this is going to be a very interesting hotel. So all universal said about this hotel. So universal didn't say a whole lot. Right. Um, we, we've been watching construction of it. There's been a lot of like probably about this, but they did say this is a 500 room hotel. Um, assuming this is going to be a very, like I would say the most expensive hotel on universal property. They didn't say anything about pricing, but looking at it and some of the amenities and things that I'm assuming are going to be part of it, it's going to be pretty pricey. Um, so in the announcement, they showed some concept art. They said it's a 500 uh, room hotel. And the only other verbiage they said about Helios officially was Helios would be implemented into the park like no other theme park in the world and saying it was like this center focus. Okay. Which is interesting. So a few days, which is very teasing. And if you look at the concept art and everything, like it looks very, very interesting, almost like majestic looking. Okay. So the day before Universal made their announcement, there was actually some information about Helios that leaked. Now, again, don't know if this is true. This was reported. I think this leaked onto Reddit and a couple of forums. They're no longer there. I, as far, oh, I couldn't really? find the original post. Um, Orlando Theme Park Zone, I'm not familiar with them, but they did have an article up with screenshots of this, which is where I got a lot of this information. 
So in this leak, it seems if I were to guess, this is from the design team, perha perhaps, uh, maybe a third party that leaked this. Okay. But there is, uh, there's one, two, there's like probably almost 10 new different concept arts. Again, looks accurate because this looks exactly like part of the ones that Universal released. So they didn't have much, but what they did have was, this is the uh, description of the hotel. This gives us some interesting tidbits. So it says, quote, this in-park themed hotel is a combination of carefully planned programmatic elements with a unique thematic story that culminates in a lavish extension of story for guests to the park. Said envisioned as a present day alternate universe design, this project was born out of the imaginary of fable, video game worlds, and film. Set as the backdrop to the adjacent theme park, Epic Universe, of course, the client, and that's why it gives me the idea that this was the design team, says the client, and this is interesting, listen to this tidbit, sought to create a, quote, Disney castle, which was inhabitable. Okay. Heavily influenced by thematic storytelling, this one-of-a-kind hotel houses 500 themed rooms and suites, a spectacular outdoor pool, and an amenity floor that includes a ballroom and grandiose domed bar experience. That is all they said about it. But even inside of that, so there's a couple of things. First off, it's a themed hotel in an alternate universe. Yeah. So it's almost supposed to be, it's it's present day, but this is like an alternate reality. Out of, of this world. Right. Yeah. So which means, which first thing I thought it was like, you start talking about that, you sound like, oh, is this like Star Cruiser territory? But I don't believe it's that. I don't think it is. It's not. It, you're not talking about, you know, like LARPing as a character. I think it's just a very heavily themed hotel. What I think it is as well, again, each land is its own portal. And technically, when you enter into this park, you're going into a different world, which I actually, that's what I think Celestial Park is going to be, is the same thing as a hotel, like this alternate dimension sort of thing, like okay. a little bit different. So I think when you go into this hotel, you're technically, again, going into another portal is how they, how they think they'll kind oh, of play this. Oh, okay. But the things that are interesting, and if you look at the concept art, this does hold it up. So the, the, the rumor has been going around is there's going to be some sort of fire, you know, nightly fireworks show. Because this is one thing Universal has kind of lacked over the years. It's not like a solid show like, say, Disney, you know, Magic Kingdom has Happily Ever After. Universal's never really had that. They've done some shows on Hogwarts Castle. They have the, the, the fountain show. They do. But again, nothing that you would say is like, the, the, that was amazing. Like grand. I guess I put it on that scale. So by saying that the client sought to create a Disney castle, which was inhabitable, means, and from their verbiage as well, that it's going to be a center focus of the park. Yeah. I believe this will be the park icon. Much like, like okay. think of it as Cinderella's Park, but instead of just, or not Cinderella's Park, Cinderella's Castle, uh -huh. but instead of it just being this castle that you can look at, it's actually a hotel in which you can stay in. Right. So I think part of it is they will, there is a peninsula behind it. And if you look at this little video there that we're looking at now, but you can see on, on the Universal website, that's where there are going to be fireworks that shoot off from there. So you can have fireworks yep. above it. I think they'll probably do projections onto it. Much yeah. like they do at Magic Kingdom. I can see that. And in front of the hotel, they, Universal didn't say anything about this, is a giant fountain. And this thing is huge. Think of like a Bellagio fountain in Vegas. Ooh. Very similar to that. So I think what you're going to have here is a nighttime show that involves fountains, fireworks, and projection technology onto the uh, uh, Helios Hotel. That would be crazy. I, I believe now it may not be projection, but Universal has done projection stuff. They've done projection shows onto Hogwarts. So they do have 
you know, they do have some experience doing that. Um, and then the domed bar experience at the top, you can see this dome thing at the very top. I Universal hasn't confirmed this, but uh, the rumors have been that there's going to be a lounge slash bar up there, which you can watch the fireworks from up there. Uh-huh. So again, this hotel, uh, more than likely... It'll out, be, it'll out of our price range. Yeah, I'm, I, probably. The guess here, I would assume, I mean, we had talked earlier, I, I would be shocked if it's under $500 a night. Oh, shocked. But again, shocked. the only thing I will say is Universal's premieres, they don't price them the same as Disney's. But, but they could, you know, Epic Universe could drive a whole different type of demand. And this is going to be much nicer than anything universal has had to offer before so i'm sure this right. will become the most expensive hotel again this is an in-park hotel so you arrive on the street side you come in and then you can walk straight into the park out of the hotel okay so it's yeah. very unique in that way like if you're staying right. here you can just get up go downstairs go into the park and start your day with valid theme park admission they say assuming <laughs> well unless they do it you know how they do at the premieres where you get express pass included unless they so, do this to where guests potentially get park admission with their stay i mean you never their know verbiage said that they I, I don't think that's included it probably is not i'm no. just saying they potentially could do packages or something like that maybe but, but yeah uh, but that was all that. I mean, again, that was some leaks. So, again, the, the concept art also shows the pool area. But one thing that's interesting about this is during the construction of this, the pool area is very, very close to in-park elements. Like, it's, it, you can literally probably throw a baseball not even that far and hit Dark Universe. So really? I'm, it's very close. I'm very curious as to oh, how. Oh, because the the art right here, the Dark Universe is yes. right there. So if you look at the art, to the left is yeah. where the pool is. So you're oh. and you're very close to the the Pan Asian restaurant as well. So right. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of soundscaping going on because uh-huh. I'm I'm just curious when you're in that pool area, are you going to be able to hear theme park sounds? Right. I'm assuming they're going to do their best to probably block that out and maybe not see. Now visuals, I don't know. Universal in the past has not been as big as Disney on say like visually not being able to see stuff. I don't know how they could really get around that. But yeah. that's an interesting thing to me of, of how they'll they'll do that. Because, again, it's very close to the Dark Universe. Interesting. Okay. But, yeah. So, this hotel looks fantastic. Uh, it looks, <laughs> yeah, it looks very expensive. Yep. And it will, we'll wait for more details on that. I am yeah. curious if, you know, with that bar up there, if it's a guest only or maybe it's uh, club level only. Because if, if that thing's open to the public, it's going to be worse than Trader Sam's trying to get up to that bar i would assume especially for like oh, yeah. nighttime showings if you think of like california grill it'll probably be for i would assume hotel guests only and maybe yeah. and maybe at, club at least at the beginning too like yeah yeah but yeah so that is celestial park that's everything that they announced again there's some okay. things that they haven't fully come out and said yet but looks looks very impressive it's fantastic yeah You know, Jamie, they say the sense of smell is the most powerful thing a human being possesses. Do they? I don't know. I just said that, but I'm going to go with it. Therefore, you want to smell things that smell good. Sure. I would assume. We can help you do that. At 1901 Candle Company, we make candles that smell good, and they're inspired by a lot of the things that you love, like Captain America, Rapunzel, Harry Potter. Loki. 
He probably smells mischievous, but your house could smell mischievous as well. <laughs> Wizards Brew, which is butterbeer, basically. So mm-hmm. if you don't like butterbeer, your house can smell of it. Sure. Either way, it's a great time. Fall on Main Street. What does Main Street smell like at fall time? Well, there you go. So you got some great scents. And right now we have a great deal going on. So if you buy three candles, you'll get one for free. So again, buy three candles, get one for free. So add four candles to your cart and use the promo code B3G1 and you'll get one of those for free. Plus that order will qualify for free shipping because anything over $49 gets free shipping as well. Plus we also have bundles you can build for yourself and sample packs because obviously it's hard to know which scents you're going to like without smelling them firsthand. And we have a 1901 candle company guarantee. If you don't like your candles, we will work with you to get you a scent that you like so that you are happy. So go to 1901candleco.com today. Well, uh, let's talk about the other lands just briefly. Um, so let's go to Super Nintendo World. So if you're entering into the park, in Celestial Park area, it's going to be the first land you can enter on your left. Right after you enter. Yep. Yes. Um, okay. So we, okay, there's Super Nintendo World in California already. There's also one in Japan. Yes. So I think it's basically the same kind of setup, correct? Similar. So it's going to be the one here in Epic Universe will be the biggest one in the world. It has the the most space. It's also going to be the first one that's going to also open. You're going to have the Mushroom Kingdom. It's going to have the Mario Kart attraction, which is in both Hollywood and in Japan, Uh and the Yoshi Ride in both. Uh, But again, it's just going to be bigger, more space in here for people. But it's also going to open with Donkey Kong Country. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! It's assuming it's gonna be called the one in Japan is called Donkey Kong Country, so I'm assuming that's what the one here will be called. <laughs> sure. And then in that you have the Donkey Kong Coaster, which will probably be called Minecart Madness, which is that's the ride I'm most excited for. So this is a unique ride in that if you played Donkey Kong back in the day when you had that minecart scene and you jump, you know, gaps in the track, um, it's simulating that. So you're riding in the car, but you're actually uh, it looks like broken tracks like in the game, but you're actually connected to a, like the, there's a side track running the whole time that uh-huh. you're connected to. So you're not actually t- touching the upper track. So it's going to give you the simulation that you're jumping and like you're actually okay. jumping gaps. You're never really losing contact, but that's what it's going right. to be doing. So oh, I'm really so excited cool. for that Yeah. Uh, inside of there. And so in Super Nintendo World is the one that we've known for a long time because Nintendo has come out and talked about it. So I'm sure that's probably why they came out and they, they said you know, Super Nintendo World is coming and it's in the other parks. But okay. so you're going to have like Peach's Castle, Toastville Cafe, tons of shopping, the rides in there. There's a bunch of Easter eggs. You're going to have those power up bands. You can hit the power up uh, bricks with all sorts of stuff. Again, this is the land I'm, lo- I'm looking the most forward to my childhood nostalgia. Um, <laughs> I love it. So, but what I just talked about isn't officially confirmed for right. Epic Universe, but looking at the construction updates, Yes, like you're gonna have it's Bowser's gonna Fortress. Uh, some of the names can be a little bit different. Like sometimes what they do in Japan versus what they've done in Hollywood. Some of the names are a tad bit different just because sometimes when games get released overseas, they do have different titles. Um, yep. Just some stuff like that. But yeah, so it looks awesome. Really excited for it. Um, the only difference from this one being when you go in the portal, you actually go up an escalator into Peach's Castle. Okay. This is the only one. The other ones you just walk straight in. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah. Okay. All right, so that's Super Nintendo World. So we're going to go right back to the entrance of the park, and we're going to go to the right. And the first one we come to on the right of the lands is How to Train Your Dragon, Isle of Burke. 
And this one is described as take to the skies and soar with dragons as you explore the colorful Viking village at the heart of Burke. Take part in wild boat battles, feast like a Viking and more. So I don't really know much about this one. So take it away. <laughs> I, d- I don't either. I've never actually watched the How to Train Your Dragon franchise movies. Okay. Uh, they're on our list. They just keep getting yep. bumped for trolls and bluey. Um, so we'll get <laughs> to it true. eventually. Um, but yeah, this land looks really cool. So yeah. uh, Epic Universe as a whole is... I, I do believe they're going for a family-friendly vibe. They're not as going for as many of the thrilling attractions in terms of, like, say, compared to, like, Islands of Adventure. So you've got the dueling coaster, I think, is the most thrilling coaster they're going to have. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon is going to have some rides here. So it's going to have... all we. I, I think there are some trademark names, but it, we're just calling it the How to Train Your Dragon coaster, okay. which I liken to kind of a... It's like a Hagrid's motorbike adventure ride, but a little bit more family-friendly. Not as fast, probably. Okay. Um, so it's the same concept of you're riding into, you know, on Hagrid's, you go into like buildings, like show buildings, and, and you look at stuff and then go on to the next part. Yeah. It's very similar with this. It's like you're okay. on a dragon flight. So I think it's supposed to be like your your dragon's first flight. Okay. You're going through there. Uh, you're also going to have the, it's a twirling dragon's ride. Uh, this, so this type of ride has been done in other theme parks, but the idea of this one is that you're on a dragon and you're in a dragon race. So this is from oh, the movies okay. from what I understand. Okay. There is a boat ride, which is very similar. You've seen these like very slow-moving boat rides where you can shoot water at other boats. People from the outside can shoot at you while uh, you're on it. Uh-huh. It's going to be called Fire Drill, but it's Fire F-Y-R-E. So I'm assuming oh, okay. this is something from the movies. Again, I we haven't seen these movies, but okay. you have that. You have a theater show in here. Um, more than likely that it's going to be based the same show that they have out in Beijing called Untrainable. And it, it looks like a very legit live-action um uh, play type show. Yeah. Like moving, like giant moving puppets for dragons and things like that. So um, that's all the rides and attractions. And then there is like Mead Hall, which is like a, a Viking, giant Viking house to go eat in. <laughs> there's other like, um, there's a group, I can't remember the exact name, but there's, there's a bunch of quick service spots. There's also a, a kid's play area in here. Oh, okay. That's going to be over there. So very family friendly land. Uh, for this, the images I've seen, they've got a big bay when you walk with these giant statues that looks just like a clip from the movie. Uh-huh. So I think if you're a fan of these movies, it'll be very much like you're walking straight into uh, what you've seen in the movies. But even if you haven't, and that's the beauty of like of when you do these things in theme parks, well, like say Pandora, you don't have yeah. to have seen Avatar to enjoy Pandora over in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, it's such a well done land. I think the same thing will apply here. So okay. I'm actually looking forward to this land. Um, the coaster and everything like that looks really cool. And the coaster kind of goes all over the land. It's kind of the cool part too. Yeah. But yeah, I, know, I could kind of see it right yeah. here. And everything in here, like that coaster is very close to Starfall Racers. Yeah. Because I think is. a lot of people thought Starfall Racers was going to be a dueling dragon coaster because it was so close. Yeah. But they're, they're close. And I don't know how well you're going to be able to, you know how you, you, you know, if you ever look at Epcot overhead, you're like, oh, I don't realize how close I am to like the road at times. <laughs> right. I don't know how much you're really going to be able to see when you're on the ground. Yeah. But they, a lot of this stuff is very tight and close together. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. That was Trader Dragon. So let's keep going to the right. We're going to keep going and we're going to come to the third land, which is the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Ministry of Magic. Um, what I know about this land is limited, but I think it takes place in, okay, 1920s Paris, right? Yes. To 
1990s British ministry, <laughs> which, okay. Uh, explore international wizarding communities and the magic that connects them in the wizard world of Harry Potter. Um, so tell me about this. So this is the one that's probably the most tight-lipped by Universal. So we do know it's based on the the, the 1920s Paris is based on the Fantastic Beasts movies. Now, I okay. don't know a lot about... I didn't read those books. I haven't really... I don't think I've even seen those movies outside of a few I, clips. I haven't either. So I'm not real super familiar with that, but I do know in this land, it is a 1920s replica of the streets of Paris to scale. These oh, buildings yeah. are huge. I've seen the... the yeah, and very much too, a lot of people have talked about you know how Diagon Alley is very tight. Hogsmeade is very tight. I believe this will also be kind of tight. Yeah. So it very much is very, it, consistent with that. Um, we've known for a bit there's going to be a Ministry of Magic aspect to this. We've known there's going to be some sort of Ministry of Magic ride. So the, okay. the fact that they call this Ministry of Magic in the land name, it kind of confirms that. So in the video, Molly Murphy, who's the president of Universal Creative, said... Basically, I can't reveal anything about this ride, but it's basically going to make you like, wow. Like, so they're not revealing yeah. anything about this for whatever reason. The rumors with this, there's been a lot. <laughs> At one point, there was a, a cable suspension based ride, and that you would be going, you know, up and down, sort of like elevator style, like in the Ministry of Magic. The latest one I've heard, uh, Orlando Park Stop had, had reported that they're going to be using the Spider Man ride vehicles, but that they're going to be fitted because if you if you've seen that ride it does go up and down you just don't necessarily feel it a lot when you're on that ride okay that this will give the simulation of going up and down an elevator so it's like the same oh. ride vehicles that um they can just sort of fit to this type of attraction so it's gonna have something to do with elevators yes that is the okay. that is the that's the thought here um okay. the storyline there's been a lot of rumors out there unsure of that um but that is Basically, I don't know if it's confirmed, but that's pretty well like a lot of people have thought that to be the case. Uh, they've tried. I think the original idea of this was be, for it to be trackless. And Universal has had issues trying to do trackless rides like Disney does. And and to the point where they've basically scrapped the whole idea of doing trackless. Uh-huh. And which is why they've gone to the Spider-Man type of thing here, I think. Got so, it. Uh, yeah. That, in terms of what's going to be in here, they do talk about tying it to the 1990s Harry Potter. Yeah. I have no idea how they will do that. Okay. I, I don't know enough about Harry Potter. I mean, I've enjoyed the movies. You've read the books. Yep. I do know some. I'm never going to claim to be like a Harry Potter expert. So I don't know how they'll do that. But apparently this is tying those two worlds together, which does make okay. sense because the Fantastic Beasts weren't really a popular movie franchise. I don't think uh, the last, I don't think the last two movies did that well at the box office. Either. I mean, compared to the other... Right. I mean, the biggest one, obviously, is just the original Harry Potter franchise. Right. So, yeah. that. But in terms of, like, actually knowing things, it's scarce. Um, They did basically come out and say this was going to be the only attraction in the land. There has been a rumor that there's also a theater show, either separate or part of this ride. So, unsure of of that. There could be a separate sort of theater attraction here as well. But there is going to be some restaurants. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of, you know... You can use your wand to do certain things in the land. There'll be a lot of hidden things. But in terms of rides, it seems that for the most part, there's just going to be one at least to start. Okay. There you go. All right. So continuing to the last land, we're going to keep going. We're going to round past Helios Hotel and we're going to get to Dark Universe. Now, Dark Universe, I, I think I am the most intrigued by this one just because of its potential, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what they say about it is, from the experiments of Dr. Victoria Frankenstein to a shadowy landscape where monsters roam, Dark Universe is a world of myth and mystery. So 
that they're basically incorporating the universal monsters into this land, which is the werewolf. Yeah. Yeah, where uh, Frankenstein, Frankenstein you've got monster. Uh, Invisible Man, Invisible Man, and uh, Dracula. Dracula. There's also um, there's another. one. I know those are those are the four that they show um, as the, in the video. Yeah, Wolfman. Wolfman, werewolf. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, that's we don't really know anything about it. Now you know about the ride, though, don't you? Well, there's a few attractions in here, so. Okay. Um, yeah, so in here, the whole the whole idea, I believe you're going in, I think it's going to be based on Frankenstein's village. So there is a okay. there's an old myth or a gothic-looking village that you enter into. So when you go into this land, the portal is actually going through a, a big tree, and then you're going to have broken wall elements like you enter into the village. It's themed after, you know, uh, the, the idea being old Frankenstein stuff. Okay. There's also a, a, a tavern called the Burning Blade Tavern, Ooh. which is based from Frankenstein. So the idea of the, and this looks pretty cool that it, it does have a windmill. So oh. it could be something where that windmill is always on fire or does like over in Diagon Alley where the, the dragon shoots fire every so often. Oh. It could be like that. So uh, but okay. we do know it's called Burning Blade Tavern. It's not really a restaurant. It's more of it's again, it says tavern. So it's more food and or not, excuse me, drinks probably in like a lounge area. But in here you've got the main attraction here is just referred to as the Dark Manor attraction. There are some trademarks filed. I can't remember off the top of my head what it is called, but this is the most interesting ride in that it's based. So if you look at over at Hogsmeade, you've got the Harry Potter ride, um, Forbidden Journey. It uses a ride technology called a Kuka arm, and that's what gets you on there and it moves you around and uh-huh. like that. So that's using the same technology on this ride. So the idea of this one is. I don't know the storyline specifically, but you go through and like, essentially like go through and visit like all the monsters. Okay. Going through here. So it's in a dark manner. It's basically like a spookier version of say like Haunted Mansion. Okay. So the manner you can see it being constructed. They did release a little bit of concept art. So it's supposed to be a very like Dracula looking manner. Yeah. Is where this is going to be into. There's also the Curse of the Werewolf Roller Coaster, which is the same ride technology as Guardians of the Galaxy. So it's yeah, sp- I saw them testing it. Yeah, so yes. it's going to spin. It doesn't look as nearly as long or as probably intense. Uh, okay. It's much more of a family coaster. I don't oh, think it'll okay. be that long. It's got a lot of outdoor elements to it. Um, so that one's going in there. And then there's some quick service spots. And there's a lot. There's probably going to be a lot of shopping, the village aspect to it. I'm not really sure what all is going in there. But yeah, so the, the Dark Universe, it, that is one. It does intrigue me uh-huh. in terms of what how it's going to to be because i'm i i'm not going to say i'm a huge monsters fan but i am curious as to what they're going to do with this because again halloween horror nights is such a big thing for universal yeah but i think it's smart yeah. to lean into it makes me wonder if they're probably going to try and maybe do some you know uh, monsters movies again stuff like that perhaps maybe but yeah, yeah. uh in terms i think that's basically like everything we know for sure uh, about okay. this uh curse of the werewolf looks you know it looks very uh like a very light Guardians. Okay. And there is some ride test footage out there you can see. But yeah. Okay. Very cool. Uh, is there anything else that we learned? Uh, we just talked about the lands and we, we kind of, I mean. I mean, it's going to double. So currently, um, I don't have the specifics right in front of me. I believe Universal currently is, um, I can't remember the verbiage. Basically, Epic Universe is going to double the size of Universal Orlando. Yeah. 
Um, that so that's that's a huge park. It's very big, and they even said in the video that the the idea here is for guests to spend a week here. So one thing that they're wanting to do with Epic Universe is, is currently, and I talked about in the video I made. If you want a breakdown of all this as well, like in video form, if you go to Cap the Magic, I did the day after this came out, or the day it came out, I did a breakdown of all the stuff that they sort of talked yeah. about in the video. Um, you know, I think, uh, now we love going to Universal, but for the most part, I think most people view it as an add-on experience, maybe say when they're going to Disney World. A day yeah. to two, maybe three days. You add on to your trip, go over here. What Universal's trying to do with this the is CEO said this he did say this is basically force people to come here for a week versus go to Disney and just add on to here now it doesn't mean that a lot of people will probably add on say Epic Universe at first but yeah I, I think that's the goal here to get people to spend a week at Universal in their parks and yeah. their resorts all that stuff like that so that is their goal here to do that um well and I was gonna ask you looking at the scope of this park so currently um, and I'll just read this straight from the, the video I'm working on. Okay. So to give some perspective on the size of Epic Universe, when compared to the two other Universal Studios Florida theme parks, Epic Universe will be around 110 acres. Now, they have way more land. I believe the land, the total land size they bought is 750 acres. But not Ooh. all of that is going to be for Epic Universe. A lot of that is for... They do have the potential to add on. Uh, there's land expansion places for in here. Backstage areas too. Backstage. Uh, they're probably going to move the main offices over here. There is room for potentially another park they could put in over here. Okay. Like another islands type park. Uh, probably more hotels. So not okay. all of this is for Epic Universe. But of the 750 acres, 110 is essentially for Epic Universe. Okay. So I'll give you a perspective there. So currently, Universal Studios Florida and Islands of Adventure, or excuse me, Universal Florida main park is 125 acres, and Islands of Adventure is 110 acres. So Epic Universe is going to be 110. So, and then everything else about it, that it's essentially going to double in size. You add in the hotels, everything about that. So it's it's giving them a bigger footprint in Orlando, is gotcha. part of it. So in each land. This is kind of give you a size perspective here. So Super Nintendo World is going to be eight and a half acres. Okay. And then it does have a seven acre expansion pad. And the, the rumor is Luigi's Mansion is planned to be the expansion pad here. Okay. And potentially a restaurant, which would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Wizarding World is 14 acres that has a 17 acre expansion pad. Wow. So okay. that's the biggest one. Universal Monsters is seven acres with a three and a half acre expansion pad. And How to Train Your Dragon is 16 and a half acres, but it has no expansion pad as of now. Okay. And then Celestial uh, Celestial Park is 15 acres. Okay. So, you know, if you take all of the Epic Universe land, like each individual Disney park, you could fit into the Epic Universe land mass. It's, okay. that, it's that big. Uh, for instance, Magic Kingdom, I believe, is about uh, 110 acres. I believe. 107 acres. So Epic okay. Universe will be a little bit bigger than Magic, Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. Okay. Think about it that way. Okay. Very similar park layout. You got that central hub type system. Yep. Uh, most of the other Disney parks are bigger. Like Epcot is 300 acres, but essentially Epcot's almost like two theme parks in one. You've got <laughs> yeah. World Showcase in the main park. So uh, just to give you a perspective on the land size, uh, a lot of people, and I initially when I first started looking at this, I just looked at that 750 acres like, oh my gosh, this is going to be huge. But yeah. again, they do have, they've got the two hotels on the outside of the building. Uh, and then they've got, you know, there's a lot of backstage areas. Again, the offices are probably going to move over here, which also means they're probably going to move the main offices from over at the main Universal Studios over to Epic Universe, which could potentially mean they can expand the original park 
to add more lands or new rides over there because you're going to free up backstage areas. So, okay. And in terms of everything else, I think that's basically it. I mean, construction's going really fast. They're doing ride testing right now on multiple attractions um, all over Super Nintendo World. Super Nintendo World is probably the one that's the most behind. They just now started doing um, exterior theming on like Peach's Castle and Bowser's Fortress. Uh huh. So then it comes down to, you know, just guessing when it's going to open, sort of thing. Right. But uh, yeah, which which is fun. I mean, I again, I I hope I'm I'm uh, cautiously optimistic, but not predicting that it will maybe open the spring of twenty five. I think that's a good prediction. Well, and then, yeah. you know, we've talked about too, how does this open? I, I would I would be shocked if they didn't do some sort of AP, you know, previews or, you know, some, uh, any, you talked about, you went to Island of Adventure before it was actually officially open. Right. They could do some stuff like that. Because I, I think the last thing they want to do is, and again, Epic Universe has a lot of hype around it. I mean, from this pat when this announcement was made, there were people making YouTube videos that don't talk about theme parks. <laughs> and some of it is, you know, it's escalating, quote, war between Universal and Disney, which, I again, I think is great for if you're not a Universal fan, Universal being strong forces Disney to do things. So I think it's good for everybody that loves theme parks, especially in the Orlando area. Right. So it has a lot of hype around it, which is going to only continue to grow as it gets closer to 2025. So I, I think we'll probably, I would love to see some sort of AP previews for this, which I assume they would to work out any kinks because the last thing you'd want is an opening day that kind of like what happened in Disneyland where it was just a mess. But, you know, I don't think that'll happen. I mean, Universal, it's not like Universal is a brand new, you know, company to theme parks. They've right. they've been running theme parks for a long time. Uh, obviously, they haven't built, well, they built um, Volcano Bay. Yep. Which, you know, that's, an, that's one of the newer parks. So they do right. have experience in, you know, opening a new park and things, but... But yeah, it it looks great. I'm excited. I love I love nerding out on this stuff and You do nerd out. <laughs> I knew I know way too much about all this. <laughs> when it opens, I won't need a park map. Nope. Jared knows where he's I going. I feel like when I walk in, I'll be like that Ron Swanson meme. I'm just gonna be like, I know more than you do. I know more than you do. I'm just gonna keep walking. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am excited too, and I hope you guys are excited, which is why we wanted to do this little episode, give you a little glimpse into what we know, what they have officially told us, and all the rumors that have been going around so and there's still plenty and again yeah. who and people ask you know when are they going to officially because it says on their page coming soon for the other lands yeah who knows when they'll officially come out and say anything again Universal's very they just with this one we kind of had a little bit of like there's a little bit of rumblings that they were going to come out and announce something on that tuesday i didn't think it would be to the scale that they came <laughs> yeah, out and said they stuff. Did. so yeah. Universal just kind of operates this way they yep. could come out next week and say something they could come out in six months and say something uh, I think they'll probably wait a bit. My guess would be they're trying to build. I mean, once you come out and officially confirm a lot of this stuff, there's going to be a lot of anticipation for this. So I kind of feel like maybe yeah. this happens more toward the end of the year as we get closer to 25. Probably. They got to do a little more construction. And yeah. Stuff. But uh, we'll probably talk more here, you know, as there's major uh, construction updates, maybe come on here and talk about that. Because I think, again, I think there's a lot of people interested in it. But the construction updates are very visual as well. It's kind of hard to get on here in a podcast and talk about the construction updates that, to really give you an idea. But, you know, like the portals were just finished not that long ago. Yeah. Um, we can talk about the status of some things. But, uh, yeah, so it's it's moving fast. I can tell you right now, looking at Epic Universe construction compared to how Disney operates, I mean, they... Epic Universe is going up fast. I mean, very, very yes. fast. And if you look at some of the pictures, they have 
I don't know how many construction workers they have on site, but they have like a city of them. It is <laughs> tons of people. Well, I'm excited. So I am as well, and our, our our children are excited. Yes, they are. I'm excited for Super Nintendo World the most. I that's I've I just yeah. I'll I'll nerd out there for. I'll just sleep there. Okay. I'll hide out in the castle and just take a nap in there and <laughs> stay overnight. Sounds great. Yes. Uh, well, thank you for all that information you gave. You're welcome. I hope it made sense to everybody. It did make sense. And again, if you want to catch the videos that Jared has done on the construction updates, uh, make sure to uh, like and subscribe those videos over on YouTube. Yep. It's at Captain Magic on YouTube. Yes. That's where we post those. And also follow us on social media. On We're on Facebook. We're on uh, Capture the Magic Community. We're uh, on Instagram, Cap the Magic. We're Capture the Magic on TikTok. And we're on Twitter, kind of. Uh, I always say kind of. We are. It will, we just let you know when there's new videos and stuff on yeah. there. We don't really like tweet a whole lot. Do you even tweet now? I mean, it's X We now. don't X a we lot. X it. I, don't I just dropped in a hot X. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I'm gonna say that from now on. Dropped a hot. I X. just dropped a juicy X. Ew! I don't like that. Don't well, do it. I would say a tweed, but I can't say that now. Okay. Uh, and then also we got some other shows on the network. We've got our Thursday show, which is the Disney podcast, which is Jared and I talk about all things Disney. And we've got Trip Tales, which I do once a month on the um, on the regular feed. And it's I think I've got two weeks two weeks from today. Two weeks from yesterday, we'll have another episode out for that. And uh, yeah, we're going to be going to Universal this weekend. Check out Mardi Gras. Yes, so excited for Mardi Gras. I am very happy with that. We will be riding the float. We'll be throwing the beads. It's our daughter's first time. So I'm sure she's going to be so excited for that. She's very excited to throw beads at people. (laughs) She's very excited. She asked me, Daddy, will you you throw beads at people with me? And I'm like, "Absolutely." absolutely. I will throw them. I won't throw them hard. I will Absolutely. I will give them nice tosses to people in a yes. jovial spirit. Yes. So that'll be a lot of fun. So uh, so yeah, so that's it. Thank you, Jared. You're quite welcome. Thank if anybody much. has any questions, uh, join the Facebook group, uh, yeah. Capture the Magic Community, or even uh, Instagram. We're always on there. So if you got questions about, if you're confused about what the heck did I just talk about, uh, you can always ask us in there. Those are easy ways to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and thank you everybody for listening or watching. And as I always like to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye.